Hello. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. It's another privilege and opportunity to bring God's word to us on a later podcast. It's another episode which is titled The Church as a School of the Spirit. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for the written word. Thank you for the blessedness of your spirit. We ask and receive in the name of Jesus that you will grant us illumination, revelation, and inspiration as we go uh, to search the scriptures. We ask that you would cause the eyes of our understanding to be enlightened. In the name of Jesus, we are praying. Amen. I'm super excited and I'm glad uh, to share with us again at such a time as this. I'd like to take my first reading from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter 28. And I'll commence the reading from verse 18. Jesus came and spake unto them, uh, them here refers uh, the disciples as we see from verse 16. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee into a mountain where Jesus had appointed. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power that's the world authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19. Where's our focus uh, for the time being? It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations. The word teach all nations is the word make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and the holy ghost teaching them to observe all things whatsoever i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world so you see jesus gave an instruction to the disciples what instruction is that go and make disciples of all nation the word disciple is the word matthew in the greek which speaks of a student speaks of a pupil speaks um, of an apprentice a learner someone who is giving to learning and when you see one who is giving to learning uh you know that there will definitely be a teacher in this case you see that the disciples have been saddled with the responsibility to what to teach or to make disciples so the act of making disciples is discipleship and that is done by what teaching as we see in verse 20 it says teaching them so it means to make disciples uh, would be by teaching so um, jesus expects the disciples to uh his disciples to make other disciples by teaching them to observe the things that he had commanded them so you see that they are disciples of jesus in the sense that they are students those who learn from jesus and having been taught he expects them to teach uh others and that you see is exactly the way apostle paul speaks to timothy his son in the faith in second timothy chapter 2 second timothy chapter 2 and uh, verse 2 and i like to read from verse 1 he said now therefore my son 
be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that thou hast heard of me, that is the things that you have learned, that you have observed, that are taught you among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others. So you see that structure of you learn uh, for you to be informed and not only for you to be informed but for you to also be equipped enough to be able to teach others so that's that system uh that jesus had laid uh as a foundation and we saw the apostles continued in that light and obviously you equally see that even in um back in the books of the old testament where the people are being taught like you see the school of the prophet the sons of the prophets they were they gathered and they are being taught so that they can become prophets first the name of the lord so you see that there is that there is that system that god had put in place uh, for the person who had received instruction to be so acute to be able to teach others and in in today's world you realize that that kind of system uh, is best understood as a school because where you have students and you have a teacher or teachers as the case may be and what is uh happening between these two parties is teaching that system is a school so uh in this episode we want to see how that the church is a school and particularly a school of the spirit so the word church in itself speaks of uh congregating uh the word church in itself uh, is from the greek word ecclesia it's a compound word that speaks of people who are called out that's the called out as you see in first peter 2 and 9 the bible speaks about uh, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That word peculiar is the word purchased people, redeemed people, people who have been saved, people who have been bought with a price. So peculiar people that you should show for the praises of him who are called you out of darkness into his marvelous life. So these people who are the redeemed of God, they were what? called out so that what called that is they they have been uh, should i use the word uh harvested out of darkness into the marvelous sky so this called out are a people group out of a general group like you would understand in math that there is a universal set a simple example would be the letters of the alphabet a to z and you see if you decide to take out the vowel a i o u would be a subset that is withdrawn from the entire letters of the alphabet that is what the church is the church are those people group who have been called out of darkness called out of the world because the world grows in darkness but the moment a person believes the gospel is saved redeemed called out of darkness into God's marvelous. So this set of people who have been called out have now been saddled with that responsibility as we have as instruction in scriptures to congregate, to gather. So the gathering of this people who have been called out is also uh, what today we call a church. 
you see so uh, the church are the people and then they're gathering so it's not it's not just this set of people who are standing aloof in their different places and houses but these people have been called out and they are called out to gather as you see as a practice that the children of Israel they gathered together you see Nehemiah in Nehemiah chapter 8 the Bible says that people gathered together as one man and would find out later why they were gathering to what end uh, where, where they gathered because you will see that Jesus says go and make disciples of all nations as we saw in Matthew 28 so uh, that comes by preaching and teaching so you go out you reach out and the person believes the gospel is saved or called out of darkness into the marvelous light so having been called out it is it is part of god's instruction for us to then gather because the heart of discipleship uh, uh, the 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 foundation is salvation you are saved then you can then gather or congregate with people of like mind people who, are, who, are, who uh, you share the same blood and then you come around to be taught remember we saw we saw in the latter part of Matthew 28 that teaching them to observe so there needs to be a gathering for this people group to be taught so we see that the practice of people congregating and being taught god's word god's law god's ordinance it's not just a thing that began with Jesus' instruction in matthew 28 it is it is the modus operandi of uh the christian faith you you congregate so it's not something that you just say and sit down at home or something you just only view online uh online is just uh an addition that we have today as this podcast uh, podcast is also serving is like a supplement but that art of gathering is god's idea is god's command that's why i see the writer of people would say we should not forsake the assembling together so there is that assembly so the church is also an assembly of people the people who have been called out so you see in exodus 18 and 20 exodus 24 and 12 leviticus 10 and 11 and a host of others that the people were gathered together and they were taught uh, G- uh the lord wrote the law and gave to moses so that i will go and teach the children of israel right uh, even the priests were saddled with that responsibility to have God's law in their custody and to teach the, the children of Israel. Back to Nehemiah 8 that was explained the other time, the people gathered as Roman and in verse 8 you realize that before verse 8, after Ezra had read the law to them, verse 8, he now explained to them so that they can make sense of it. So that out of explanation or expounding or uh, teaching is what happens in that congregation so that gathering is the church as we see today uh is the local assembly because these people group who have been called out of darkness they, they are found in different locations on the face of the earth all together we are the universal church beautiful but each entity of this universal church is decentralized in different locations and at these different locations we all come together we congregate 
For what purpose? For to be taught. Because, you know, in that teaching, we are so acute, like we read in 2 Timothy 2 and 2. We are taught first for our learning. Next is for us to learn in such a way that we can teach others. So it's that chain reaction. You are taught to be to be able to teach. Praise God. So the church in itself is a school. In Acts chapter 19, after... Uh, Paul had preached and signed of disciples. There were some who were contradicting the way. What did, Peter, what did Paul do? He separated the disciples and brought them to a town all of uh, Tyrannus, KJ, because it's a school of one called Tyrannus. And that was where he continued to teach them for the space of two years. So you see, the disciples were separated from those who did not believe. So that's how the church is. The church are the ones who have been called out from the others who did not believe and they gather for to be taught. In Acts chapter 2, after the uh, day of Pentecost, when they were all gathered and refused the Holy Ghost and Peter preached his first sermon, what happened? You track down to uh, verse 40, down where you see that they, they were taught. Little wonder, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' teaching. So they gathered together and they were being taught. So that, that really is the hallmark of the congregation or, or, or of uh, them congregating. Other things notwithstanding are important, like you see uh, that they had the hour of prayer when they prayed. But the core aspect of what is done when they gather is that they are what? They are taught. That's what the school is. When children go to school, and all of us who had, had the privilege to go to school or are currently in school, when we go to school, well, there are many other things that takes place in a school, uh, from secondary to the university. Uh, in the university, there are different activities in the hall, there are different activities, but the core aspect is what learning is learning down to secondary school they have time for break they have a uh, time that they do sport but the entirety the, the core vision of the school is what teaching so the church is that school so if we realize that the church is a school uh, but it's not a school like every other school where you learn about history you learn about science you learn about arts or whatever discipline you are undergoing this the church is not just any school it's a school of the spirit because what binds us together what brings us together is the fact that we're born again born of water born of the spirit so it's it's a school of the spirit it's where spiritual information is dished out uh, its application, no doubt, is in our physical life, what we do, everywhere we go. Uh, that's what distincts us as believers or Christians. But you see that the lessons, everything we get, we are equipped with is uh, a spiritual training. So it's a place where we, are, we gather together to learn. And the result of our learning is what spiritual growth. So it's a growth in our spirit, uh, in the knowledge of God in our in our in our heart. So it's a school of the spirit. Seeing that the church is a school of the spirit, that leads us to the main text in this episode, which I decided to use as uh, my point to 
wrap up and conclude this episode i read from first timothy chapter 3 and verse 15. um paul writing to timothy says but if i tarry long that is if i'm if i'm delayed that thou mayest know how thou art to behave thyself how that ought to conduct yourself in the house of god which is the church of the living god the pillar and the ground or foundation of the truth uh so you see that paul says peradventure i'm delayed in this journey uh there's something i want you to take cognizance of is there is a way we ought to conduct ourselves if the church as we have seen not if since we have seen that the church is a school of the spirit since we have seen that our congregating right our gathering as god's people uh, we are gathered for to be taught right so it's a school there is a manner that we ought to conduct ourselves there is a way we ought to behave ourselves right in the house of god so yes we have the house of god but we congregate in a place which has been designated as the house of god in 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 the bible you see it's called the temple uh, before it was built as a standby place it was a tent that was moving it was a place where people met and gathered that's the house of god that house of god is also called the church of the living god so it's it's just a function of how the word is used so we as individuals are uh god's habitation collectively as individuals uh, who are believers we are all god's habitation right but also that place where we gather together is also god's house right it's also the church of the living god as we're seeing first timothy chapter 3 and verse 15 it says this church of the living god is the pillar and the foundation of truth so that is where truth is being churned out that is where truth is being communicated by what teaching so if the church is a school of the spirit how should i behave as i begin to close in this episode just as you go to your school you go with your writing material you go with a pen if there are other instructional materials therein, you go with it like your textbook, right? Or workbook. So, so, so the church being a school of the spirit, we ought to approach it with the manual. What's the manual? It's the Bible. So, any believer who is really serious about his, uh, his faith, he would have a Bible. And when I say a Bible, a complete one. Hmm? a complete run from genesis to revelation preferably the physical world i know the world is gone um, um uh, what well, digital now and we have all of these things on our tab on our phone and all of that it's good not bad I, I use i use this on my phone as well but i just feel there's there's this level of uh uh, uh dutifulness that we have with having the physical bible you might have your sentiment about this but this is just my my own uh, uh what's it called uh submission you should go in there with the physical bible 
just as you also go with a notepad hmm? i know we have notepad notebooks on our tabs on our days yes if you can make do without without the distraction that our dad can communicate then Start, you go with a physical Bible, you go with a notebook, and then you go with a pen to take notes. So, if the church is a school of the spirit, there are other things you should do definitely as you go to church. There are other ways you should get to conduct yourself. But remember, our focus is the church as a school of the spirit where the teaching of God's words takes place, where is the pillar and foundation for truth where truth comes from where truth is communicated we ought to go with such uh what's it called uh such uh preparedness mm? we'll go with a notepad we go with a bible we'll go with a pen before going you pray for yourself you pray for the one who is going to teach you um obviously you go with an offering and uh you invite people along right remember uh when you get there and you are being taught you are not just taking that note for only your knowledge uh, you are taking it with him and purpose also to be able to teach others i think that it's a good point to close let's pray dear father we thank you we ask that this word will mix with faith in our hearts and it produce the right results in jesus name we pray amen